Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter so much. Just a jam-packed show today. We got to jump right into it. Um, First of all, Joe Biden has kicked Lee Greenwood, who wrote God Bless the USA off the National Arts Council. What? How has Lee Greenwood had any... You know, maybe this is logical because uh, I'm sure he hasn't been there. I'll bet he hasn't been present at any of the... Because isn't he still... Is the concert still going on? Pot up the concert... yeah, yeah, see, he's still the doing his thing. Channel. There it is. Yeah, all still. right. Still. Oh. Yeah. Well, I can see why, you know. That's in uh, Morgantown, West Virginia. That's where he is right as now. As he continues to sing God Bless the USA. Wow. The uh, Now, this concert started in 2002 for the very first Rally for America. And uh, huh. Lee took full advantage of his time. He's been playing ever since. He knows we're not in Afghanistan, right? I don't know if anybody's gotten word to him. He's been too busy singing. Maybe between songs? I don't know. One of the roadies should probably get in his ear. Yeah, I think so, too. So so he was anyway, derelict yeah, he in, was derelict. in serving on the council. And so Biden booted him off. I, I got to say, I don't, I'm not sure I blame him in this particular sure. case. Guy never showed up. Well, he's too busy with the concert. The thing was so long. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I wasn't there. Oh. Oh my gosh, we were just because it was hot too. Right? Oh, it was so hot, and it had been you know ten hours, like a ten hour thing, and we we all the only thing we wanted to do was to go home. Every every person, every one of the thirty five thousand people that were there, let us go home. Do you remember we did one <laughs> in Houston? Yeah, and I was in charge of inviting all the politicians and stuff like that. Yep. And Sheila Jackson Lee's office, the congresswoman from Houston, mm. uh, was not interested. I mean, it was clear. Not that, the least. Not, oh, my gosh. And and what happened, Pat? She showed up. She showed up after she saw how big of a crowd we had drawn right. there. We had 20,000 people downtown uh, Houston. Mm-hmm. And so who shows but the person who yeah. is the, you know, the... The camera hog, I'll say, of, uh-huh. of the universe. Oh, she, yeah, don't get between her and a microphone, which oh, is exactly. You'll be dead. She pushed her way to the front and made sure that she spoke. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Lovely lady. But, you know, at least she she had the guts mm-hmm. to stand there in front of a very hostile crowd. The yeah. hostile to her. Uh, and, you know, say her little piece and, yeah. and then got off the stage. And to her credit, mm. uh, it wasn't that long of a speech. Right. She's no. not still speaking. Lee. No. But is Lee still, has he wrapped up is he yet? done now? Can we get word to him that I mean, he's been kicked off the council here? It's been 19 here? years. Yeah. Uh, and still, no. Okay. He's okay. not quite done yet. All right. Again. All right. Not, bro. not done. All right. We'll check on him later. So uh, <laughs> Lee was appointed to the National Council of the Arts by President George W. Bush, reappointed by Barack Obama, oh, wow. and by Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So he's been there a while. But he was notified yesterday... That the Biden administration will not reappoint him to the Arts Council. Biden administration has been relentless in purging conservatives from every government. This, But we're going to unite. Yeah. We are uniters. We need to bring the country back together. As long as none of you are conservative. Okay? So there, there you go. So Lee Greenwood off the National Council of Arts. I'll bet that breaks his heart. That's well, now he has more time for... 
Yeah, you can playing. continue. It doesn't have to worry about it now. Go, go ahead and... Uh, I mean, maybe he's done now. I don't know. It's... Nope. Oh. No, not done yet. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. an extended dance mix version. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, I need to hear... I want to hear... Somebody make that. A dance mix version of... Of God Bless God the bless USA. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. You believe he wrote that in 1983? I saw that in the article. That's been... Almost 40 years. Almost but it really, 40 stinking years. It didn't get traction until the first Gulf War in 91, right? Uh, well, it was it was somewhat of a hit in 83, but mm. then it came back and it was bigger, Yeah, you know, with the Gulf War. Uh, Ronald Reagan loved the song, played it at the 84 Republican National Convention. Oh, okay. Surged to the top of the charts in the aftermath of 9-11, of course, too. Uh, and so it's been a hit three times. 83, 1990 during the Gulf War, and then again... Uh, after 9-11. So, so is it fair to call Lee Greenwood a, a war treasure. a war profiteer? <laughs> I'm sure that's what uh, Joe Biden would call him. We don't want any of those on the National Arts Council. Oh, Joe. National Council of the Arts or whatever it is. Big day for him yesterday, huh? With his generals testifying about him. Sure was. Uh, it seems to be a little bit of a misunderstanding of... I bet he, we got his word as a Biden, oh, don't no. we, that, that nobody said that to him. Uh-huh. I give you my word as a Biden. Thank you. Yeah, we got his word as a Biden. Nobody said, hey, we should leave some troops there. I can't recall it. Nobody said that to me, no. Okay. Well, here's what the generals said yesterday. Uh, General Milley says the uh, terrorist says that a terrorist attack on the U.S. is oh. more likely now. Oh, okay. A reconstituted al-Qaeda or ISIS with aspirations to attack the United States is a very real possibility. And those conditions to include activity in ungoverned spaces could present themselves in the next 12 to 36 months. That mission wow. will be much harder now, hmm. but not impossible. Okay. Well, huh. I'll bet you Biden didn't appreciate that in the least. Yeah, I mean, if he knew what was going on. I I don't know. Um, Millie also said he wanted to stay past uh, the 831 deadline, the artificial deadline that was set for some, nobody knows why. why. Why August 31st? Why is that so important? But Biden said no. Mm. So he was asked, well, then why didn't you resign? I've got one final question. General Milley, I can only conclude that your advice about staying in Afghanistan was rejected. I'm shocked to learn that your advice wasn't sought until August 25th on staying past the August 31 deadline. Oh, my gosh. I, I understand oh that you're the principal military advisor, that you advise, Jeez. you don't decide, the president decides. Uh-huh. But if all this is true, General Milley, why haven't you resigned? Hmm. None of your bees. Senator... As a That's what senior military officer, None of your beeswax. Um, so. resigning is a really serious thing. It's a political act if I'm <clears throat> resigning in protest. Mm-hmm. My job is to provide advice. My statutory responsibility is to provide legal advice or best military advice to the president. And that's my legal requirement. That's what the law is. Um, the, the president doesn't have to agree huh. with that advice. He doesn't have to make those decisions uh, just because we're generals. And I it see. would be an incredible bet you felt the act same way of about political Trump. defiance for mm-hmm. a commissioned officer to just resign because my advice is not taken. This country doesn't want generals figuring out what orders mm-hmm. we are going to accept and do or not. That's not our job. Mm-hmm. The principle of civilian control of the military is mm-hmm. absolute. It's critical. 
mm-hmm. to this republic. In addition to that, just from a personal standpoint, this republic, you know, my, thank my you. dad didn't get a choice to resign <laughs> at Iwo Jima. And those kids there at Abbey Gate, they huh. don't get a choice to resign. You like and I'm not going to turn my no. back on them. Uh, I'm not going to resign. They can't resign, so I'm not going to resign. There's no way. Okay. Uh, if the orders are illegal, yeah. we're in a different place. Mm. Oh, but see. if the orders are legal from okay. civilian authority, I agree with this. I intend to carry them out. Okay, but what about okay. calling China? China. Yeah, and I, warning them. Right. Is that legal? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, China's not an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what he said there sounded like a general. What he has said about the whole China situation—that's a different matter. That's uh, completely different. <sighs> Yeah, he danced around that too as well. The, there's nothing unusual about him warning China, but uh, <laughs> it's just okay. Okay, right. traitor. Uh, yeah, that's mm. that's inconceivable. It, you know. You keep using that word. Oh, I don't think it means what you think it means. Then uh, Senator Jim Inhofe wanted to know how many Americans are still in Afghanistan. Well. <laughs> Jim, you've been told a million times it's less than a hundred. Mm. I can answer that for you. Yeah, and Millie it's less than a hundred. Millie just said he's not going to turn his back on the people there. Right. So I mean, you know, it's and even if he does, it's a hundred. Like a handful, right? It's a handful of people malcontents who should have gone a long time ago. Why don't you get your ass out of there before yeah. this? And these are huh? the people that like you'll see running in the airport. Yeah. Right. Right. And you're like, oh, you didn't plan ahead, sucker. Thank you. Right, and you missed yeah. out. Like, if you're on a Southwest flight, you were get you, to sit by the potty with the crying babies. W- were you informed to be there two hours early? Yeah. Yeah, yes, you were. Yes, that's what the airline said. Mm-hmm. Instead, you said, oh, I've never had, I've just, I don't like to sit there and wait. Yep, yep. And now, now, okay, now you're paying the you're paying the price. Right now, you're sitting in the back of the Southwest yeah. plane between two Jeffies. If you make the seat. flight at all. If you make the flight at all, OJ. So here's what, uh, here's what he said about Americans, the handful still in a in Afghanistan, um, how many how many American citizens uh, is it your opinion are still there? Uh, just just go down the line, each one of you. Anyone, uh, Senator? I would uh, defer to the State Department for oh, that okay. uh, for uh, that word, uh, assessment. Right. Okay, that's okay. State Department. Uh, that's a dynamic process. They they've been contacting <laughs> the uh, civilians process. that are in in Afghanistan. And, uh, and again, I, I would defer to them for definitive numbers. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Others? Anyone Anybody? Else? Bueller? Anyone? Just same, uh, as the Secretary just said. There, there were numbers at the beginning of this whole process with a, uh, uh, the F-77 report out of the, um, out of the embassy. Of course, Millie's not going to um, And we know that we took out uh, almost 6,000, I guess it is, American citizens. Okay. Uh, but how many remain? Uh, okay. Do, you, do all of you agree that uh, Secretary of State Blinken, when he made his analysis as to how many people would be here, but would still be there, he talked about the ten to 15,000 citizens left behind and, uh, the, and then evacuated some 6,000. That would mean mm-hmm. a minimum of 4,000 oh, would, no. um, would still be there now. Would anyone disagree with that? Well, it's four to nine thousand. By your silence, I assume yeah. you agree. No, no, no. I personally I don't believe that there are four thousand American citizens uh, okay. Okay, uh, you, still left in Afghanistan. Believe? But I cannot confirm or, okay, or deny that. Uh, you don't. Senator. Okay, you, so you think uh, Secretary of State was? <laughs> He's going to defer to the State Department, except on the number that's been yeah. presented. Yeah. Now I'm going to just say no. Now I'm going to jump in there. Wait a minute. You just deferred to the State Department. What are you doing talk, speaking up now? 
Well, because now I'm trying to defend the Bush administration, uh, the Biden administration. Biden, Bush, about the same thing anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're, they're despicable. That's just the, the politics these guys are playing. It's not supposed to be that way in the military. Uh, was the president advised to keep 2,500 troops in Afghanistan, though? Uh-oh. Because I go back. Maybe we should go back to his initial comments. Well, do you want to hear them? Because I, I believe that they mm-hmm. he first asks all the generals, right? Mm-hmm. And I want you to hear this step by step here. And, and, and listen to this, Pat. L- listen to how they just dance around on this. Were troops supposed General to Billy, be left? It's your testimony that you recommended 2,500 troops uh, approximately stay in Afghanistan? Um. As I've said many times before this committee and other committees, I don't share my personal recommendations to the president, but I can tell you my personal opinion and my assessment if that's what you want. Yes, please. Um, Yes, my assessment was uh, Hmm. back in the fall of 20, and it remained consistent throughout, that uh, we should keep a steady state of 2,500, and it could bounce up to 3,500, maybe something like that, uh, Hmm. in order to move toward a negotiated gated solution. Did you present? Did you ever present that assessment personally Uh-oh. to President Biden? He's not going to tell you. I don't discuss exactly uh-huh. what uh, my conversations are with the sitting president of okay. the Oval Office, but I can tell you Got what my it. personal opinion was, and I'm okay. always candid. General McKenzie, unless that president you share that did assessment? Donald Trump. Senator, I do share that assessment. Huh. Um, did you ever present that opinion personally to President <laughs> Biden? Again, I'm not going to be able to comment on uh, those executive discussions. Did General Miller ever present that opinion personally to President Biden? I think it would be best to ask him. I believe that his opinion was well heard. Uh, Secretary Austin, so uh, President Biden yes. last month in an interview with George Stephanopoulos said that no military leader advised him to leave a small troop presence in Afghanistan. Is that true? Hello? Hello? Uh, Senator Cotton, I, uh, wow. I believe that... Uh, Whatever well, they first say. of all, I, I know the president to be an honest and forthright man. <laughs> uh, and wow. secondly, it's a, it's a simple question, Secretary Austin. He said no senior military leader advised him to leave a small troop presence behind. Wow. Is that true or not? Did these officer and He's an honest General man. Miller's recommendations get to the president personally? Their input was, uh, was received by the president and considered by the president, huh. uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, in terms of what they specifically recommended, Senator, they just... As they just said, uh, it, they're not going to provide uh, oh. what they recommended in confidence. Oh, really? That's garbage. What a bunch of garbage. Are, are, is that your final <laughs> answer, Lloyd Austin? Because, uh, hmm. uh, okay, yeah, you know, they all, yeah, of course, they all recommended uh, 2,500 troops stay behind, or that could bounce up to 3,500 or well, we don't know that they told the but, president. Yeah, that. but we can't discuss what they told the president. Just make sh- just know that they made their feelings clear. But we can't we <laughs> can't discuss what was said between them and the president. So then, who did you oh. make your feelings clear right. to? Well, the the uh, janitor came by. Is uh, that right? Yeah, uh, he was sweeping up in the conference room. Oh, I got to hear how this went down. And uh, and like, he, was he asking questions? He knocked over an ashtray. And uh, I said, hey, don't worry about that. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I just overheard you guys talking about Afghanistan. Uh-huh. And the janitor said, what do you, what do you think of uh, leaving some of the troops behind? Uh, do you think we should? Because uh, you know, I, I would think that if we don't, the, the Taliban janitor. could. Yeah. 
the Taliban could sweep right into Afghanistan. And, 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 they, and they said, well, no, we all believe we should leave at least 2,500 troops behind. So it was, it was, they didn't say, but they did not say that to the president. They didn't say, uh, speaking because of sweeping. they all know him to be a, a really honest right. man filled with integrity. You have his word as a Biden. So the janitor was worried that mm-hmm. the Taliban could sweep into Kabul. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Did and he we, thought, the janitor thought it could happen very quickly. Yeah. And he was right. Turns out the janitor was right. Did the janitor clean up his mess? And what the hell yeah, is an he ashtray doing inside a federal I, building? I don't know. I don't know. That's a strange it place. Is. That's a hole in your story, sir. No, speaking of holes in the story, play clip six. Watch this, please. All right. No one, no one told your military advisors did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that no. to me that I can recall. I recommended that we maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. I'm confident that the president heard all the recommendations. And listen oh to him very thoughtfully. Oh, what? Oh, no. Oops. Oh, oopsie daisies. Huh. So it looks like during the course of the hearing, uh. they did slip out what they specifically said. So it Biden didn't go heard. to the janitor, from the janitor to the president. It went from the general to the president. I so wanted to believe your story, too. Pat. Dang it. Huh. My goodness. Well. Whoopsie. <laughs> That's... I. Uh, no, n- nobody said that that I can recall. Perhaps that's, that's the key. Yeah, that's your own. That I can recall. And honestly, that is plausible. It is plausible. <laughs> it is plausible. They told him over and over, and he, he couldn't remember. He couldn't keep it in his head. That I could believe. Wow. Uh, what? I keep forgetting I'm president. <laughs> yeah. See, he doesn't even recall that. What so, a lion's sack So how would, how would you go about... Like uh, spinning this, if you if you were in that position, Pat, because that's a that's a. I don't think he has to spin it because they the generals all had his back. Look, uh, we're just there to advise. We we you know he doesn't have to take our advice. We're just there to advise, and he's got the well. I didn't uh, I didn't remember that out that he provided himself. Yeah, and and it's a little more. Who are you going to believe, actually, on yeah. this? You know, well, I'm going to believe the generals. Exactly. Telling Congress as opposed to Biden telling Stephanopoulos? Oh, boy. Yeah, but he gave us his word as a Biden. So why are you not paying attention to that? I bet the press room you know? was fun later in the day. Yeah, well, mm. wasn't it fun yesterday already? Mm-hmm. We'll get to that in a second. First, let me tell you about Omega XL. If you're in pain and you're sick and tired of it, you know, it wakes you up in the middle of the night or it makes everything uncomfortable during the course of the day. Uh, please try Omega XL. Yes, it's all natural. And that's why your body won't become dependent upon it. You won't get addicted to it, but it really does work. This is backed by 35 years of clinical research. And it has what's essentially an off switch for inflammation. And once the inflammation goes away, so does the pain. Uh, worked for me. I really believe it'll work for you. Give it a try. Uh, just to get you started on your Omega XL adventure and maybe getting your life back, when you go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat and you buy your first bottle, they're going to throw in the second bottle for free. So you get two for one. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Buy one, get one free, or call them at 800-844-4888. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. 
So Jen Psaki trying to do a little damage control after the testimonies of the generals, uh, Milley and Austin, telling Congress they did advise Biden to keep troops in Afghanistan. The, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, the head of CENTCOM, General McKenzie, and the commander on the ground, General Miller, all recommended the president keep 2,500 troops. So who and his military advisors told him it would be fine to pull everybody out? I'm not going to get into specific details of who recommended what, but I can, I would reiterate a little bit of what I conveyed before, which is that there were recommendations made by a range of his advisors, Mm -hmm. something he welcomed, something he asked them to come to him uh, clear-eyed about, uh, to give him candid advice. Hmm. So he said, come to me clear-eyed, come to me clear-eyed, and if you have any film over your eyes then I can't listen to you. But if you come to me clear-eyed, then I'll hear it. I might not do it, but while I eat my pudding, Mm. if I like what you say, I'll do it. But if I don't, I'm going to deny you ever said it to me. You have my word as a Biden. So there you go. Uh, he, He did, he was advised, he lied again, as he always does, and gets caught virtually every time. I mean, and it won't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-mm. It just doesn't matter. So that was the Senate yesterday, and <sighs> the generals are in front of the House members today. today. Won't yeah. that be fun? Mm-hmm. And you know, what are you going to get differently than you got yesterday? It's it's just a kabuki show. They're just doing it for theater. But uh, at least we know now. I mean, they tried to skirt around the issue. They tried to avoid it. They tried to defend the president. Uh, but we all know the truth. They told him, hey, you need to leave some troops there because this is going to go sideways uh, really, really fast if we don't. And so he ignored it, and it went sideways really fast. Jeez. Guy's terrible. Yeah. He's absolutely terrible. That's an accurate assessment. Hmm. I mean, does anything sum, sum it up better than that? He, he's absolutely terrible. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Did get some good news yesterday. Just a side note here on good news. Not on Afghanistan, because there's really not much you can report as far as positive information yeah. from Afghanistan. I, I, I love good news. And it's like... Here on the home front. And you're going to love this because, you know, you're... The way you feel about I vaccines, really, and we so many of us do. I hope this is really good news. NBA star oh, Bradley yeah. Beal hmm. actually stood up for freedom yesterday. How about that? An NBA star that people love and respect, and you know, you 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 can't say anything bad about mm-hmm. these guys because a lot of them are my, minorities. So how dare you challenge them? Well, he. Uh, he was asked by reporters whether he was planning to get the COVID-19 vaccine. And he responded by calling it a personal decision. Good. Uh, yep. Uh, good answer. Good answer. The Washington Wizard star also took the time to ask vaccinated reporters in the room why many are Im- immunized against the virus uh, are still getting infected. Hmm. <laughs> that a great question, huh? That's good. That's good. You know, we So when you're when you're vaccinated, you're not supposed to get this. Right? Why are so many people getting it? Remember how they felt invincible? They were like, "Oh, cool. I can burn my mask. Yay. I'm mm. Superman now." Yeah, not so much now. Mm-mm. 
Boy, uh, there was a guy from the Orlando Magic who, at a press conference the other day, Jonathan Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not that familiar with NBA players. If your name's not Trey Young, then I'm sorry. But uh, you're going to love this answer, too. It sounds very similar to that because the NBA, the players are pushing back on this vaccine stuff. Let's hear it. Uh, cut 15, Orlando Magic's Jonathan Isaac. 14, yep. Yeah. Oh, it's 14, okay. Yep, there it was. And it goes a little something. Like Jonathan, this. Josh Robbins with The Athletic. Uh, what is it about the vaccine that, that makes you uh, hesitant None to, of your business. To, to get it? Uh, I, I would start with um, I've had COVID um, in the past. And so our, okay. our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity has uh, <laughs> changed a, a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and is still evolving. Um, mm. I understand that the vaccine would... Uh, um, help if, if, if you catch COVID and uh, you'll be able to have less symptoms mm. um, from contracting it. But with me having COVID in the past and having antibodies mm-hmm. um, with my current um, age group and uh, uh, fitness, physical fitness level, um, it's not necessarily a fear of mine. Uh, taking the vaccine, um, like I said, it would decrease my chances of uh, uh, having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or not having the vaccine. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or, um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. Um, yeah, I, I, w- mm. I would say that's, that's a couple of the reasons that, um, you know, I would say I, I'm hesitant at this time, but at the end of the day, uh-huh. uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why, or this is not why it should just be their decision. And, um, mm. you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that, that agree with you or look like you or, uh, moving the same way that you do, it's it's uh, uh, you know loving those who don't. Like manna from heaven, that little speech. Like manna from heaven. Thank you for it, Jonathan. Jeez, that is so Perfect. nicely phrased and presented. Calm with a smile on his face. Intelligent. Not confronting anybody, just saying, look, I've already had it. I've got antibodies. You know what? Natural immunity is better than the than the synthetic immunity. Uh, so see, I would have gone. Get off me. Yeah. See, if I'm him, great. I'm going great. to Marshawn Lynch Avenue. Mm. I don't want it. Next question. <laughs> yeah. But is that I, how Lynch uh, did it? Did, oh, I, I, oh, it wasn't. No, that. That's just how he does every press yeah, conference because yeah, he's yeah. required to appear in front of the media and answer questions. Yes, and that's how he gets by. Um, Still, that was brilliant. I, I, I need a Jonathan Isaac Orlando Magic jersey now. Yeah, just for that two yeah. minutes of of heaven. Really, really nicely put. Uh, Bradley Beal also said a lot like Jonathan mm-hmm. Isaac. I'd like an explanation to you know people with vaccines. Why are they still getting COVID? Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's funny that, oh, it reduces your chance of going to the hospital, but it doesn't eliminate anybody from getting COVID, right? And you can still pass the virus along with the vaccine, right? <sighs> yes. Huh. So here are NBA's revered NBA stars 
Also, also minorities, so these aren't white supremacists, okay? <laughs> these are not white supremacists trying to kill your children. These are respected NBA basketball players. Good for them mm. for standing out for themselves. Jeez, I love that. And so, I love uh, it. Uh, Brad, Bradley mm. Beal plays for the Washington Wizards. Mm-hmm. So looks like I'm going to need a Bradley Beal Washington Wizards jersey too. Yeah. So... So you can get a, a Wizards and, and a, a Magic. Magic yeah, yeah. Jersey, how about that? And you'll be all set. Yeah. That, I, I just stuff. love to hear this. Meanwhile, LeBron James yesterday oh, no. confirmed he's, of course, been vaccinated. Um, but I think people were wondering. And uh, so he had, to, he had to play along. He had to be compliant. Uh, good for him. Good for him for doing that. But you've got a little diversity in the NBA. Some guys have gotten the vaccine, some haven't. And the ones who haven't are basically telling the rest of the world, mind your own business. Mm -hmm. You want to get the vaccine? Go get vaccinated. You're not going to force it on me. I love it. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I don't think Kyrie Irving has gotten it either. Really? Yeah. Those are some serious stars. Now you're getting into names I recognize. Yeah. (laughs) You know Bradley Beal, though, right? I mean, he's... Uh, let's see. Uh, Kyrie he's a Irving. He's superstar, um, man. He's, uh, he's not getting it either. Now you're getting to some... Na- no, I don't know who Bradley Beal is. Oh, I'm wow. Sorry. Hmm, okay. <laughs> I literally All only right. know a handful. But I just love that they're pushing back. My Me gosh. Too. Me too. Thank you for that. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Jeffy's Fold Mold tweets, guys, Biden is the great uniter. We are all becoming united in realizing how much Biden and government suck. (laughs) Yep. Can we get back to Jeffy's Fold Mold? (laughs) Oh, never mind. Go ahead. (laughs) So many parts of your body have started their own. (laughs) No, no, we're good. Their own accounts. Guys, we're good. We're good. Carl Smith tweets, Mr. President, did anyone recommend not launching those nuclear missiles? Not that I recall. (laughs) Spunker 1300R, General Milley was really saying, I don't care how bad the decision by Biden was. My career is more important than civilian lives. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how he would go around Trump Mm -hmm. on some perceived threat to China, Mm -hmm. but he wouldn't go around Biden on an actual threat to the people on the ground in Afghanistan. Yeah, and then he admits that, yeah, now it is more dangerous for us. There could be a terrorist strike within, what was it, 12 to 36 36 months? months. Yeah. So the next year to one to three years, he, he expects terrorist strikes on American soil as a result of Biden's screw up here, of the catastrophe. Uh, just out of curiosity, can we go back to the uh, Rally for America channel oh, yeah. and see if <laughs> Green, Lee has uh, wrapped things up? Yet? No, no, he's still he's oh, still, still in the on. middle of it. Yeah, before he started this show, I was fortunate enough to see Lee. Yeah, at a show. Oh, you and, were. Yeah, and I was. I feel like I was. Wow. It was extra special time mm-hmm. because just as he was coming up on stage, they couldn't. The power went out, and there was there was no. <laughs> There was no music oh. for him to go. So he was fortunate enough and kind enough to sing the song without music, just oh, you got acapella. Was he really? Oh, it was, great. Man, it it's was great. I, uh, terrific. Great. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Yeah. That's the word. Well, good. 
<laughs> so wait, I would like to point out that he's been performing there in Morgantown for so long that did you suggest Sirius XM has given him his own channel where it's just constantly feeding? Because you yes. said, can we check the, the channel? Uh, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Let's go back to Morgantown. Yes. <laughs> no time, because uh, we got to get to this. It is again that time of the week where we check in with Jeff Fisher to chew the fat. Can we? Can we? to wait until it's over. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. wait. Well, don't interrupt it, man. It's like Lee Greenwood. Just let it go. Because, because what? You don't like your theme song anymore? No, I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Be, be grateful. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Buy any more. Huh? Shh. We're going to miss it. Oh. Oh. All right. Okay. Woo. If you say any more, that... <laughs> Tends to lead someone to think that I did like it at <clears throat> one point. Love it. Anyway, I'm proud. A little inside baseball, man. They worked on the air conditioning over <laughs> the weekend in this building. Mm-hmm. We were told on Friday was going to get done. <laughs> and, man, it is. I bet you it's down to 92, 93 <laughs> degrees in here. Yeah. I mean. That's not bad. Did it's... we put up the solar panels? <laughs> <laughs> we... Should I put it? I guess I should have put a hand warmer on the. Uh... <laughs> On the thermostat yes. to keep it running. Yes. That's kind of how we go around the issue here. It's, uh, it is oh, not man, working. They, uh, they worked oh. hard. Happy National Coffee Day, by the way. Oh, so enjoy cheers. your little brew mm. today as you're enjoying your nectar of the gods. How much would you pay for Michael Jordan's underwear? How much would you pay? Give me a shot. Give me a, a mm. 10 bucks. Wow. 20 uh, bucks. 1,000 bucks. $10,000. I'm going to go. Zero dollars. Michael Jordan's. I mean, we're talking about cents. Michael Jordan's underwear. I got it. It went up for sale <laughs> at an auction. Mm-hmm. A lucky bidder? No, no, no. $3,340.80. A little really? little less than I thought they would go for. Really? Yeah, me too. That seems but, a little... Uh, is it Han- are they Hanes? They're the gray and black boxers described uh, under the uh, as having definite use. Oh, so, uh, oh, the MJ wardrobe all over the wall, the floor, <laughs> the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. No, <laughs> well, they had uh, it was from the personal collection of Jordan's longtime personal security guard and close friend, uh, John Wozniak, who you saw him in the Last Dance documentary. It uh, included uh, personally worn coats, jackets, suits, dress shirts, belts, Wait. but the underwear. Is described as having a dry cleaning tag inside. Well, that's kind of sweet. I mean, you're Michael Jordan getting underwear dry cleaned. Mm-hmm. That's good. And uh, it also had uh, his last name on the waistband. And uh, <laughs> it's about as close to greatness as you can get. Mm-hmm. What in the world? Is it like a like Gross. when you go to school and you write your little name on your tag so that <laughs> if you get separated from your underwear, they can track you down? Yes. Yes, that's, that's what, what it's it is. For. Strange. Yeah. Strange. South Korea's <clears throat> president. Has now said it out loud. Hasn't the time come to prudently consider prohibiting dog meat consumption? Now he's done it. Now he's done it. Are they? He, upset? he raised. Yeah, he raised banning the eating of dogs in the country. It's been a traditional practice that has uh, now, according to this story, becoming an international embarrassment. 
Is it? Is it becoming an international embarrassment? Yeah, that is picture, that dog meat? That that picture right there is boiled dog meat. Uh, Doesn't oh, it look good? What are you doing to us? Not a practice. Get that off of there. It's just dog meat. Oh, get it. Uh, apparently, the younger generations and mm. pressure from animal rights activists have been mounting, and uh, they want it gone. And the pet industry is on the rise in South Korea. And the president, uh, Moon, is a known dog lover, and he's adopted several canines that are at the presidential compound. So he uh, made the remarks as he was briefed on a plan to improve the care system for abandoned pets. And now the animal protection law now is intended to prevent the cruel slaughter of dogs and cats, but does not ban the consumption of itself. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, everybody thinks uh, dog meat's fine. I mean, they... Uh, you they, don't know. We've they never had breed it. Them. They, when you see the dogs, everybody thinks that Fluffy's getting eaten. It's not Fluffy that's getting eaten. It's they breed them like cattle. dog, even if it's been bred They breed them like cattle. It's, it's still a dogs. dog. You are despicable. Yeah, you really are. It sums it up. Yeah, get to your next story. Speaking of animals, Mm -hmm. tell me what to do. Speaking of animals, we know uh, now Netflix is releasing on November 17th of this year, Tiger King 2. Oh. (laughs) Netflix data center, undisclosed location, March 19th, 2020. The world had no idea. How are they going to do this when he's in jail? Was about to hit. This is my way of living, and nobody's going to tell me any otherwise. Story so This is missing. Evidence? It's gone. What a story! And it got way bigger. Old people are nuts. A phenomenon so Wow. So we'll see if it works out. They, I don't know that they I mean, recapture that. November seventeenth, huh? Right. Yeah. They, but they attracted, according to Netflix, in the first four weeks, uh-huh. the original Tiger King, sixty-four million households. Wow. That's not bad. I mean, there's a reason they're going to come up with number two. I know. Huge. I remember everybody was talking about it. Well, it was the beginning everybody. of the pandemic, right? I mean, it was yeah. just, good we timing. Were all, yeah, it was perfect mm-hmm. because it was the start of us being locked down Man. and it was just something to watch and be able to talk about online all at the same time. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that magic probably isn't going to happen again. But, you know, you never know. The lockdown. But he literally happen. is in prison. Yeah. Here, right. Here in Fort Worth. So how are, are they going to do that? Well, you saw the one shot of how they were interviewing him in jail. Okay. So they, you know. So it's obviously from prison. Uh, yeah. I mean, they probably have a bunch of, of outtakes and stuff from. And what they get him on? Was it attempted murder of, yeah. the, of his attempted rival? Attempted murder. The woman and then they have rival. some animal cruelty stuff and some fraud mm. charges. Uh, some other things, yeah. But hmm. the attempted murder was because he, well, attempted more than to murder, but <laughs> sent, sent someone down. Yeah. Sent someone down. Okay. Didn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop. And the Many Saints of Newark coming out this Friday, too. I'm really excited about this. The Sopranos prequel oh. with James Gandolfini's son. It's going to be in the theaters and on HBO Max. Oh, it's his real son? 
Yeah. Oh wow. Plays uh, plays uh, Tony as uh, as a kid, and I'm looking. I really am excited for that. Actually, mm-hmm. that's going to be really good. And I'm sure you caught it live, Pat. Uh, but uh, climate activist Greta Thunberg and uh, Vanessa Nakate or Nakate uh, spoke at the Youth for Climate Driving Ambition event in Milan, Italy. Gosh, uh, Pete, I missed it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's still going on. It's going on through tomorrow. So no. you'll be able to do it. Is that. the Lee Greenwood concert still going on? Is <laughs> yeah. that still happening? Uh, if we could just pot up the channel and yeah, let's see. check in on the Rally for America. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> He's found a, <laughs> found a new way that? to sing it. <laughs> do we seriously have a CD in this building still? <laughs> is that a CD? Uh, no, no, no. No, he was it's just a on concert. the wrong channel. Oh, wrong channel. Yeah, this is the channel. Hello. He's still, still playing. All right. But uh, Greta started her. Well, you know what? Just watch Greta because just remember that it's never enough. Hmm. There is no planet B. There is no planet blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yay! She said blah, blah, blah. Yeah! This is not about some expensive, politically correct green act of bunny hugging or blah, blah, blah. No world. She thinks she's so good. Absolutely. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Green economy. Blah, blah, blah. blah. blah, blah. Net zero by 2050. Blah, blah, blah. 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 Net zero. Blah, blah, blah. Climate neutral. Blah, blah, blah. This is all we hear (sighs) from our so-called leaders. Words. Words that sound great, but so far has led to no action. They're only words, but words are all we have. Our hopes and dreams (laughs) drown in their empty words and promises. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Of course, we need constructive dialogue, but they've now had 30 years of blah, blah, blah. And where has that led us? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Everywhere I go, oh, this is, leaders this is Vanessa. other themselves oh. to and say how they will Greta achieve net zero uh, she's by a, such she's and a such a climate activist. We need to get the worst impacts of the climate crisis. No more empty conferences. Blah, blah, blah. It's time to show us the money. Blah, blah, blah. It's time. Time it's to show time, us the money. It's time. And don't forget to listen to the most affected people and areas. Thank you. Thank you. Yay! Pat, you're not clapping. This is what they've done to these kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, nice Pause. math. Okay, we got it. Uh, no, that's the end. Uh, we've, I mean, we've absolutely destroyed this upcoming generation. Yes, so many ways. They're they're so out of control with their fear that we're gonna we're gonna be completely extinct within ten years. Oh yeah. That you know, they want trillions thrown at the problem. They don't know anything about it. They don't know what that's gonna do. They don't even know. I mean, they. They believe we can control weather. Uh, we can't. <laughs> we can't. So this is still going. And then uh, this Jeez. weekend we have a second event all for climate. I guess that's for the adults uh, coming up. And then last weekend, did you catch, if you want to say what they've done, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you caught some of it. I mean, I, I actually did catch some of it. The uh, Global Citizen Live event, mm. 24 hours. Sorry, I missed Of that. the Global to unite the world to defend the planet to defeat poverty i did miss it six continents darn it did it already happen yes oh i thought it was was, awesome i thought it was coming up i lost track of time oh it was a they have a recovery plan for the world it focuses on five Hmm. key objectives i mean the objectives are well we've got to end the hunger crisis we've got to uh resume so by cooling off the temperatures and growing less food 
that'll be a way we can curb the hunger crisis. Hmm. Resume learning for all. All right. Protecting the planet. Uh, ending COVID-19. Sure. And advancing equity for all. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, Elton showed up. I mean, there was the performances by <sighs> the artist was actually excellent. It was fun to watch. Elton showed up. What uh, Megan and Harry were there. Awesome in of New York. Of course they were. As they uh, J Lo, Ed Sheeran, Billie Eilish was great. Mm. But my favorite, because uh-huh. my favorite. Not only did we have to worry about the five key objectives from Global Citizen Live, but Lizzo was there and she performed and looked great in her in her leather suit. Oh. But she also uh, promoted. Um, that she wanted to make sure that we're getting rid of and being brought to light institutional racism. Blah, blah, blah. And mm. she was awesome. So thank you so much Ugh. for giving me the opportunity to give back. Mm. I have to shout out that the land we're standing on is Seneca Village. Is it stolen land? Yeah. Before it was Central Park, it was Seneca Village. And if yeah. you don't know what it Seneca is, Village. that was an affluent African-American community that lived here uh, in the early 1900s. Okay. Where are they now? And they were evicted and bulldozed so they could build this park. <laughs> As we talk about climate change and making the world a better place and solving homelessness, we also have to talk about the institutionalized racism mm. that happens in this country. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. If blah, it's that blah, bad, blah. you should get the hell out. You really should. And if you we should don't get out talk about our and fight a much better place. How yeah. can Let's we build talking. a better future? Yeah. Okay. By listening to you, no yeah. doubt. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Anybody catch that? She Two. says, this is Seneca Village, okay? Where this is a fluent black community. Yeah, uh, Seneca is named after the Indians, Indians. that lived there too, Lizzo. Let's mm. go back even further. Oh, can't take it. <laughs> can't take it. I mean, <laughs> then, then you know what? Shut down your stupid event. If you're so embarrassed to have it there, then go somewhere else. Well, she's she's part of. She wants to give back now. Mm. She's got a lot to give back. Global mm. Citizen Live event it was fantastic. Really, it was. So much fun to mm-hmm. watch and mm-hmm. be a part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick congratulations to uh, TikTok. Uh, one billion active users globally mm. now. Uh, congratulations. So what? Are you, on, were, are you on TikTok there, Jeffy? Not under a name you would know. So what <laughs> they were, fi- never mind that they were fined for violating <laughs> child privacy laws in the United States. So what? So what that they're owned by a Chinese company? So yeah. So what that the app collects everything from a user's phone? It documents the phone's <laughs> hardware specs, every app that's been downloaded, pings the phone's GPS location roughly every thirty seconds. Trump tried. So TikTok uh, also knows which Wi-Fi networks its users connect to. It documents the address of the router as well as every other device connected to Trump each tried. network. So what? So what? Congratulations. Just use Congratulations it and shut up. Yeah, to the billion active global users. Right. Don't even think about any of those things. I fat. apologize for Jeffy talking about it. <laughs> Pat Gray returns. Uh, let me just share a few odds and ends with you before we get into the meat that we have left here and there's a lot of it to get to but i gotta share this russell brand uh video because uh hopefully we have it right do we have the russell brand thing i am not familiar Uh-oh. with that at all please tell me i sent that in not to me oh no 
Really? Oh, and no. I didn't hear Russell's, about it this morning. Russell's been really good, though. Oh, no, I can't. No, honey, no. <laughs> no, please say. Ah, I, I guess I didn't send it. Well, okay, we'll have to wait on that, but I, we will get to that uh, in just a few minutes. Um, but also this Jen Psaki, we've had, we already had her babbling and trying to make the Afghanistan situation okay. Uh, here she is complaining about, about corporations who have to, you know, pay more to the government so their costs all go up. I guess she just expects them to eat that cost? Of course she does. Listen to this. Amazing. Absolutely um, amazing. I want to ask you about what Republicans are pointing to in the analysis from the Joint Committee on Taxation. Mm-hmm. They say, according to, if I've read the chart correctly, more than 16% of taxpayers would see their taxes increase under the, the, the bill that's approved by the House Ways and Means Committee. Will the mm. president sign that bill if, as it is coming out of that committee, or will he insist on the changes so that he will maintain his commitment that taxes won't go up on people making $400,000 a year. I have not looked at the uh, document or the report that you have put out. Obviously, the president's, or that you have referenced, I should say, that the Republicans put out. Uh, Obviously, the president's commitment remains not raising taxes for anyone uh, making less than $400,000 a year. There are some, and I'm not sure if this is the case in this report, who argue that in the past, companies have passed on these costs. In the past, that's happened, yeah. I'm not sure if that's the argument being made in this Uh report. Uh Uh-huh. We feel that that's unfair and absurd, and the American people would not stand for that. But I will take a closer look at this report and get you a I, okay. response. Go ahead, Jack. They feel that it's unfair, unfair. and absurd <laughs> for companies to pass that yeah. price increase along yeah. to you. We're going to make sure that doesn't happen. Are you? What? You can't. You can't. That's unconstitutional. You. This is so... The reason center of... Their brain, huh. uh, people on the left, just doesn't exist. It hasn't right. developed. It just doesn't exist. I mean, that's the that's the same mindset that you know, three point five trillion is not costing any money, right? Zero. Yes, it's the same. Zero dollars yeah. is what they're saying. Yeah, because it's all going to be paid oh, for in taxes. Oh, oh, okay, but not your taxes because you're one of the little people. It's just these ugly, uh, nasty evil corporations, the yes. evil people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all. Don't worry about it. Because we want the rich to pay more. Uh, <laughs> and it's absurd for them to raise their prices so that they don't just have to eat that cost. Right. I mean, they obviously have never done anything in the private sector ever. Uh, obviously. Obviously. Ever. I <laughs> Uh, yeah. So we're just supposed to make less money and be happy with it. Okay. Uh, and then if you raise the price of all the ingredients that go into making things, which, by the way, that's happened to us at the cookie company, kexi.com, if you'd like. But, and so far, we have eaten the cost of that. But eventually, something's got to give. Right? I would like to point out that one thing Trump got wrong was mm. um, he said we'd get tired of winning. I never did get tired of winning. And I kind of no. like to go back to just one victory. Can yeah. we get one victory out of this new administration, please? I mean, I would be happy with just understanding. <laughs> if if we could just, if they could just understand the process. When people get hit with higher taxes or a higher cost of production, their ingredients, the things that they make their product with have gone up. They're not just going to lose money so they can keep providing it to you at a loss. 
What do you? It's absurd. Get out, all of you. What just about, get out of the country because you unfair? don't understand it. What about unfair? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you the only fair thing is for them not okay. to make money. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I. That shows what communist. That shows the Marxist mentality. It sure does. It's absurd and unfair for them to pass the the price onto the consumers. It's inevitable, not absurd. It's inevitable. It has to happen. My gosh, that's unbelievable. <laughs> Just, ah, it is unbelievable. All right. Uh, the host of Survivor has edited the uh, signature catchphrase to be more gender inclusive. Yeah, I'm yeah, so glad. Finally, funny. I can't tell you how many. They got 41 seasons. Yep, this is 41, And they pissed baby. me off in 40 of them. <laughs> And now I think well, they're finally going to change. Well, wow. yeah, I mean, they started the season with <laughs> with the phrase, and uh, Jeff was upset about it, and, of course he, wanted, he, is. and he asked the uh-huh. survivors yeah. how they felt, and they were upset, and, well, and not in the beginning. Oh, in the beginning, you'll see. In so this they video, didn't they know were fine. they should be upset, and they and they told him, "No, you're okay. If this is if that's the video that we have, you have a video. They, I don't. I thought you did. No, we no. Don't. Oh, okay. Is, you know, they had they, a lot of good communication today. They yeah. had. Uh, he asked them. He asked all the survivors. Hey, uh, I always say, what's the phrase, Pat? Uh, the phrase is, "Come on in, guys. Come on in, guys." And he, what he doesn't hateful, want to, right, he's tired of saying it. Exclusionary. And, right? And well, so here's he, what he asked said. them. He said, love saying it. It's part of the show, but I, too, want to be of the moment. Oh, dear heavens. So what my question to you is to decide for us, <clears throat> in the context of Survivor, is a word like guys okay, or is it time to retire that word? How about we and they the said, show? they answer him. They say, yeah. oh, no, it's fine. Uh, one person says, even as a as an LGBTQ member, I'm fine with it. That as was a, gay, a queer woman who yeah, said that too. I, I'm fine a with it. Queer woman. Okay. She probably feels so. Like they a guy. all they all agree, and he says, "Oh, okay. Well, then we'll keep it." Mm-hmm. And so three days later, they meet, and the one contestant, the one survivor, says, uh, "Well, I just it was at the in the heat of the moment. My hair was messed up, which wasn't true. What? And uh, I just that's up. what he said. What'd he said my hair was it? messed up. I was it was uh, I was sweaty. I didn't know what was in first day. And <laughs> I do have a problem with it. Oh, and I do have a problem with it with guys. Yeah, yeah. with you saying okay. come in, guys. So Jeff says, "Oh, okay, great. I, you know what? I <clears throat> I didn't want to keep saying it anyway. So we're just going to get rid of it. So." <laughs> If he didn't want it, why did he weird, just stop saying it? What a society! Bizarre. bizarre. What a weird, really bizarre, weird, really weird time to be alive. I went, the the they're going to drop the word guys. Yeah, so gonna, what are they just going to say? Come on in. Come on in. Which why didn't he just say that to begin Come with? Come on in. It would have everybody. It would have been a story of, out of political correctness. Could you not say "Come on in, everybody"? No, is that just bad? come on in? What are you just talking come on about? In. Everybody, all right, oh man. Okay, come on in. Come on in, guys. <laughs> I mean, someone would have caught, right? If he would have just started Stupid. the season saying, come on in. Yeah. Someone would have said, oh, my gosh, he didn't say come guys. On in. Guys. So I don't know whether I should come in or not. <laughs> <laughs> how about uh, come someone on in? Someone had to go back. Non-gendered specific. to see how many times people, persons, persons. 41 seasons. Uh, oh, it's just, I can't. First of all, why why have they done forty one seasons? How did this happen? That's the two offensive seasons, part of this story. Two seasons <laughs> yeah. a year, man. Twenty years. I know. Oh, two incredible. per year. I think I watched the first, and then I okay, I got it. 
I see what you're doing. Is that Richard Hatch, naked dude on the beach? Yeah, that I think it was the first right? one. Though. That wasn't the first. I don't think Hatch that's was the one first I watched. One, but that was that was the biggest one. I don't know that that was the first one, but and I could be wrong. I, might I haven't first watched one, but it. Hatch in... was certainly the first couple. Yeah, Richard seasons. Hatch won the first yeah. one. Okay, yeah. So that was the very first season. So but, I've I've missed uh, forty out of the forty ones. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Well, you could binge. Yeah, you said you could catch up. I could binge. You'll get there in a weekend. Yeah. What are there, 9,000 episodes yes. now? In fact, you could go to the SiriusXM channel and hear every Survivor episode. <laughs> it's it's one up from Lee Greenwood. Is Speaking he still of performing? Lee, let's... Yeah, uh, what's he up to? Uh, yep, yep. Oh, still okay, there. So. Oh, yeah. It never ends with this guy. At least we know where he is, yeah. right? At all uh, times, well, we he's know not, where he is. He's not on the board anymore, I'll tell you that. And a good thing, too, because yeah. he doesn't make the meetings. Thank you. Pat, there's been 540 episodes of Survivor. You'll get there. Yeah. Quick. 540. Is that the most of any series ever? That's got to be pretty close. Oh, uh, no. It's got to be The Simpsons, right? Oh, uh, I don't know. Oh. Maybe. Because that's, what, 22 years or something, too? Hang on. And there, That's amazing. A lot of episodes. 706. Oh, wow. Simpsons. Okay. Still, though. Still, though. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Also, Marvel might rename the X-Men to be more gender yeah, inclusive. Absolutely. So <laughs> <laughs> they're considering this is, this is terrible. Changing yeah. the name. Uh, when they finally introduce the beloved heroes into the uh, MCU, Marvel fans will already know that the X-Men and the Avengers exist in the same comic book universe. However, due to film rights, none of the X-Men have ever appeared in any of the Avengers films to date. Mm. Now Marvel uh, has required the uh, acquired the rights. Yeah. They've gotten them back to put X Men in their movies, and there are plans to introduce them into the uh, whole universe thing. Uh, but it is possible X Men won't appear under the same name in an effort to be more gender inclusive. Yeah, she Make was just being stop. interviewed and said it was you know talking out loud that it's possible. I mean, is is X Men done with what would you call it it over x people or just x uh you know x heroes whatever (sighs) can you use x guys oh no because we do whoa 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 whoa. excuse me it's ma'am right it is ma'am okay x ma'am all right x ma'am point of personal privilege yeah go ahead please do not use gendered language to to address everyone (laughs) okay okay Okay, so I, 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 Rob's telling me in Deadpool 2 that uh, Ryan Reynolds made a joke about that. Uh, do you recall that, anybody? Mm, I don't. Mm-hmm. That, that, that it would, sure it would not there. be X-Men or something? Yeah. I'm I don't sure. know. Really? Yeah. For telling the future. Bum, bum, bum. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this is good, too. Democrat abortion bill protects <sighs> transgender men. So that's good, too. The House on Friday passed the Women's, <laughs> Women's Health Protection Act along... Uh, party lines, basically, in an effort to codify Roe v. Wade into federal law. Uh, so the term women, woman, and women are used in this bill to reflect the identity of the majority of people targeting the majority. <laughs> oh. So this is the bill that last Friday, uh, Speaker Pelosi was all giddy about. She was celebrating. Remember, she had a press conference outside. It was like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, we're going to kill more babies. We're going to protect that. Yeah. But apparently the majority of people are women who are affected by this bill. That's weird. Really? Yeah, I guess so. Um, because th- these are restrictions on abortion services, and they want to address squarely targeted reactions on abortion, which are rooted in misogyny. 
Uh, Left-wing activists have largely erased the term women from their political vocabulary in recent years out of fear of offending biological women who identify as as men. Come on in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Please. What, you know what? I'm trying that? to be inclusive. Right. Please do not mm-hmm. use you, gendered language I can't win. To, well, to address So do everyone. we include the guys or not? Uh, no, because then you're, it sounds like you're only talking about yeah. guys, and that doesn't, that doesn't fix it. I see. Now, Biden's budget proposal refers to mothers as birthing people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that. Earlier this month, of course, the ACLU tweeted a quote from uh, the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg, mm. where they corrected her speech. Women and her. Yeah, they with came out. People and their. They said that ah, was a mistake to change that quote. Uh, you you think? think, you stupid idiots? <laughs> My gosh, you people suck uh, in so many ways. Shouldn't change the quotes of dead people. I don't know. Maybe they figured out new ways to suck. It's unreal. Yeah. So anyway, so Pelosi was happy that you know this passed, and now we can be more inclusive with the baby killings. So that's good. That's important. Thank it's you. important, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay. All right. I don't need to tell you that Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi are raiding the government coffers. Uh, between the infrastructure bill, the stimulus checks, unemployment benefits, which is why n- nobody has any employees anymore because of the stinking unemployment benefits that are so beneficial that nobody has to go back to work. The Fed's printing trillions of dollars, and they're doing that overnight. of all U.S. dollars ever printed. This is an amazing, an amazing statistic. 40% of all U.S. dollars ever printed were created in the last 12 months. Wow. I mean, you say that like that's a bad thing. I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's more for everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Inflation is rising at the fastest pace since 2008, and this is nothing compared to what it will be. It doesn't take a hedge fund guru to understand the economy could be headed towards disaster. So, how are professional investors preparing for this nightmare scenario? Here's a spoiler alert for you. They already have. They turn to an under-the-radar asset class where prices have more than doubled S&P returns between 95 and 2000, 2020. Between 1995 and 2020, these returns have more than doubled. It's a real physical asset that isn't gold or real estate or anything related to crypto. And for the first time ever, everyday investors can allocate towards this $6 trillion asset class. More than 200,000 members have already signed up and their wait list just keeps getting longer. So go to masterworks.io slash unleashed. Masterworks.io slash unleashed. Previous offers like this have sold out in just a matter of hours. So don't wait around. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. Okay, masterworks.io slash unleashed. Go there today. At Gray Unleashed. Mm. Welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, I found that Russell, Br- you know Russell Brand, right? The British comedian, actor, whatever. I've never found Love it very her. funny, mm. but man, is he a left wing douche? As a rule, however, he's been pretty strong the last. He has had some sort of awakening 
Yeah. Where he's actually finding out that things aren't exactly the way he thought they were. Yeah, lockdowns, <laughs> mandates, edicts. That's really changed a lot of people, mostly for the bad. But yeah, some yeah, people yeah. have wised up. Some people, it's hit him right where it should. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, wait a minute. We're losing our freedom this here. This is America. Somebody's lying to us. Yeah, he's discovered the lying liars who lie. <laughs> Listen to this. It seems like years ago that we were hearing that Trump was colluding with Russia, that he wouldn't have won the election without Russia, that his whole presidency was a kind of Putin plot. Well, there's now Putin. serious evidence that it was mm-hmm. the Clinton campaign huh. and Hillary Clinton acolytes that were directly involved in the generation of what has proven to be a conspiracy. Untrue. Huh. Think about how much media you watch. Huh. Me, a person who I would think broadly speaking is from the left, a liberal, certainly not a Trump supporting (laughs) Republican with respect to those of you that are, Mm -hmm. I find myself in awe gobsmacked, flabbergasted (laughs) and startled by these revelations of sorts that Russiagate was a democratic conspiracy. Let's unpack that now with the help of Uh, Glenn Greenwald. Well, we've already unpacked what I wanted to unpack. So uh, (laughs) mind boggling, though. I mean, welcome. You know, better late than never. Yeah. But where were you five years ago? I, how did you believe this in the first place? It's always been there. All the evidence is out there. We were telling you that it was a Clinton's conspiracy <laughs> back then. But, you know, bless his heart for finding out now and actually being honest enough to, well, these are to the, admit it. But these are the stories, right, that, Phenomenal. He did, that he maybe didn't even know, though, right? I mean, he just he went with the headlines. Remember, we talked to. Uh, uh, Riaz Patel, right? Same thing. The stories of, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't know, right? He, he wasn't aware because that's not the news lane that he was in. And that's the same with Russell, I'm sure. And I'm now, sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and now, how did how did he get out of his lane then? I, Where'd I you get that know. information now? I don't know, but for the past. Interesting. I'd love to sit down and talk to him about it. six months, I think, I want to say something like that. He's really. It might be because up. of the pandemic. Yep. He's, he's, he's a realizing. little freaked out over the oppression that's going on, the control that is happening. Whereas other leftists are just going with that flow. Right. They don't care. Uh, it's about our health, <laughs> so they need to do this. Hey, let's suspend habeas corpus just during the coronavirus pandemic. <laughs> hey, let's suspend the Constitution just during the coronavirus just, just. pandemic. <laughs> just. And it is about uh, your health. Sure, we're going to go ahead and fire yeah. all the health workers that don't. Follow up and it's anything. happening again. Was I it seven hundred more in some location? Yep, uh, a lot. Yep, was, I think it was like a third of their staff or something. And now what do you do? Well, hey, you, you already fired him. What bring, are you going to do you now? Bring, you bring in the National Guard to do that's, nursing. I think that's what New yeah, York that, is doing. That's, that's what. That's what. That's <laughs> yeah. the clip we played yesterday. How's that going to help yeah. anything? From the governor who said, yeah, oh, "Yeah, even if your license is expired, we've got a spot for you to take. You know, the place of these unvaccinated." In fact, wow. she spoke again. We have a clip from yesterday that uh, this is the one Jeffy and I. This is one of those we know that that your head will explode and oh, Pat, you can't hear it before is, the show. This is so good because you will not get through this. Uh, oh, yeah, Kathy Hochul. I believe you will get through it because you'll be so. Inspired, gobsmacked. But, but see, but see, inspired. we position it right before a break, so they'll have an entire break to recover. All right, because this, this is something else. <laughs> this is awesome. Let's see. It. I prayed a lot to God during this time. Oh, and no. You know what? What? God did answer our prayers. 
He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. Pause and it we for must a second. Say thank- okay, right there, fascinating. Because who was at the helm of that entire I was effort that, too. that came from God? <laughs> who was at the helm of it? Donald Trump. Name doesn't ring a bell. No? Sorry, I don't know yeah, who you're Apparently not to about. her either. Mm-hmm. She's completely forgotten that As a reminder, as the governor of New York in the pulpit, uh, the unelected governor of New York, by <laughs> yeah, the way, yeah. uh, in the pulpit. All right, go ahead. God to us, mm. and we must say thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say I'm vaccinated. It's a cult. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God. I hate what God those wants. people. You know this. You I know who it. they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out you know and what? This talk is sheer about evil. it. And say, <laughs> yes. we owe this to each other. We love sheer each other. We love each other. But Jesus taught us to Jesus love one another. Evil. Dude. And how do you show that love? How do you show it? But to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because mm. I love you. I want you to live. Pause I it for a second. Can you... Imagine a similar speech using God in this mm-hmm. way about abortion. <laughs> what would be the fallout from that <laughs> little speech? <laughs> if, say, Ron DeSantis stood up and said, hey, look, we need to be on God's side. It's not, you know, God doesn't get on our side. We get on his. And we're not going to be on his side until we stop murdering a million and a half babies every year in this country. 63 million and counting since 1973. We need God's blessings. And we're not going to have them until and unless we stop that slaughter. What do you think would happen to him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, but all I know is you're trying to conflate being right, vaccinated right. and abortion, and, and I don't like it. And, okay? and you're, you're not allowing the unelected governor, yeah. well said, Thank you. to finish. She's got marching That's, orders for you, right, Pat. She's got see, marching orders. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want yeah. you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. Wait. But we you're vaccinated. This, my so we got to solve it. We gotta I solve need it. every one of you. What? I need you to let them know that this is how we can get, fight, fight this pandemic, uh-huh. come uh-huh. back to normal, Ow. and then start talking about the real issues that we have to. Uh-huh. Fighting systemic racial <laughs> injustice, which Amen. exists today. And if there's a denier, I will take you on any day because I've seen it. I know it exists. And we are not going to have a blind eye to this ever again any longer. Shut up. Amen. Oh, she goes on to say, shut up. (laughs) One of those. We need disciples or what? He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed Uh and he's on the plates. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-933-93. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I'm only here for the popcorn tweets. Where can I find Jeffy's intro music? No, really, I wanted it as my ringtone. <laughs> uh, we'll tweet that out at Pat Unleashed. You can get it there. Uh, BJM Golf, I would love to agree with Greta, but I literally only heard blah, blah, blah from her. <laughs> I love the blah, blah, blah. She was so happy when she wrote that, too. Thinking oh, was so thinking cool. so smart. <laughs> yeah, so sophisticated. Look on her face where she's looking like, hey, aren't I cool? I'm so cool, right? Uh-huh. It's a good line, right, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. 
Uh, <laughs> it didn't sound like you thought that. Yeah, it's no, great. It's, no, it's it really great. Mm. The Steve 42, this is how sanity dies to the sounds of blah, blah, blah. There's no thunderous planet B. There's no planet blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, <laughs> blah, blah. Thank you. This is how liberty dies. Exactly. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, For a safe and secure society. Is that you, Joe Biden? Is that you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is how liberty dies. Thunderous applause. applause. And absolutely no logic. Blah, blah, blah. No reason. No logic. There is no planet B. <laughs> There's no planet B. Oh, shut up. Uh, Yet. And there is. I mean, we're working on that. I know. With Mars. Okay, that's what Mars mm-hmm. is. Mars is planet yeah. B. All of us unvaxxed can go up there and live in our society. Yeah. And all of those who, th- who of you who think that the world is already ruined and it, it we can't get it back. And go to Mars and spend your time making that a better place. Because we're all fine with what's happening here. I mean, pollution is way, way down. We've got the cleanest water we've had in the history of this planet. uh, With the possible exception of when there was no living thing on it. Uh, That's even questionable. uh, It is. The temperature's gone up 0.9 degrees in 100 years. I mean, there's not a catastrophic issue here. Are there floods? and droughts and hurricanes and tornadoes yeah and there always have been and there always will be it, you can throw a hundred trillion dollars at the problem and there's still going to be devastating hurricanes earthquakes and tornadoes when i was promised utopia yeah you're What's not the... you're not going to get that why not nah, it's just it's hard, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> utopia is just hard yeah i was promised Utopia. I know. I know, but it's hard. So I, I can't promise you that. Dang, Dang it. Whoever, whoever did promise you that <clears throat> was wrong. Now, Colbert, uh, is this a super, super funny clip from, He's from so Stephen good. Colbert? He is a natural comedian, oh, quite frankly. Oh, right? It's, one of yeah, the it's top, effortless from him. Top sure. night shows, right? It's, top top it night shows. It is the top night show, late night show. How? Mm-hmm. That doesn't, I don't know. That doesn't necessarily make it. I don't no, even it doesn't remember. make it good, but. The last time this man made me chuckle. I don't think ever in my case. I, I don't know that I've ever laughed. The only time I see him is there's a few shows that I watch <laughs> from CBS that I record. Mm-hmm. And so I see the, you know, what I'm fast forwarding. I see. I got a quick question. Sure. How many shows do you religiously watch? Like in the course oh, of a, no on CBS. I, on CBS? Well, he, well, he yeah. says it's one of on the CBS, few shows yeah, I, mean, I watch you, on you CBS. An, NCIS. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. NCIS Hawaii, which is new this year. All right. So that's two uh, already. Blue Bloods. It's three. Uh, just CBS. And, um, think, well, I think FBI, the FBI series. So you watch four on I CBS the, alone. On the CBS. FBI series is CBS too, right? So <laughs> FBI, FBI Most Wanted, and FBI Five. International. Six. I've been catching those, but I, I don't know that I really like the mm. FBI's, but I want to like. But it, you're so going to keep watch watching. That's one that. network out of how many? You fast forward him when there's nothing else to watch. You just watch it. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I see the promos for his show. Yeah. On, on uh, that. Yeah. yeah, and he's good on those too, right? That's what uh, I. That's what no, I see. Those are the promos. Right. He's terrible there. Exactly. That's my point. I mean, he's just so bad. But he did this song because he's a member of the Vax cult, and he hates you if you won't get it. And so, what better way to get it, people that don't like your message, than comedy, everybody? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And this here guy. it is. 
What is... Wax seed. By the way, those are dudes dressed like that. Yeah. Ugh. He thinks he's really... He thinks he's, he's got it. Yeah. This is great stuff. We're in hell. This is this is this is entertainment in the waiting room of hell. <laughs> That's what this is. Oh my gosh! Kill it whenever you want, Pat. This is what happens. Oh, is awesome. Yeah, I gotta. We just stop. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when you put ideology over entertainment. Yeah. That's yeah. what you get right there, because it's so bad. But man, we we drove home the vaccine thing, right? <laughs> right. That'll show them we danced. Uh, okay. Uh, vaccine. Still not getting it. <laughs> That's good. Because so, like he, yeah. you expect him to say tequila, right? But he didn't. didn't. No, didn't do it. He threw you a curveball. It's vaccine. So he substituted yeah a three syllable word for a two. Right? Yeah, and, yeah, but that was still really cool. You got it. It worked. You got it. Yeah, it worked. It was funny. It was really good. Ball. Funny? Oh, that funny. was a scream. He's good, man. He's I unnatural. Mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they loved it. Yeah, they did. did you see the audience? <laughs> yeah. How excited they were? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't. at least you didn't have to pay to see it. I don't like this planet. So bad. At all. So bad. Uh, and here's what happens when you show up maskless at a uh, at a school in South Carolina. Oh yeah. Uh, so. So yeah, the police show up. Police show up. Uh, they're students. You're gonna call DSS. You're gonna call DSS for. Well, how come the kids can't be here today? Okay. I'm just curious. How come the kids can't be here today? Yep. There, there you go. How come they can't be here today? This is Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. This is basically mm. a suburb of Charleston. If if kids are being turned away. In Charleston, South Carolina, for not wearing a mask at school mm-hmm. by the police. Yeah. Wow. That means. <sighs> well, because they have to be because they're murderers. Mm-hmm. I, what do you are, mean? I don't know if you're aware. Whoa. But the kids who won't mer- wear masks, they're murderers. What? Yeah. Check this out from oh, a, a school board member talking about kids not wearing masks. Where's this? And uh, this is that's a good question. I'll find out. All right. Here it is. All right, thank you. Uh, Board of Norman Education Public Schools? Not a report, but some comments. I'm okay. one of those people that will not get very, very angry. It makes me cry. Makes you cry. I'm very, very angry She's about very, the idea that angry. children are going to be exposed to a virus five times mm-hmm. more contagious than the one we masked everybody for last year. What? Wait, what? what? I want to pursue what? the legal avenues that we have mm-hmm. to defy Governor Stitt. Mm. And that's not how I like to pronounce his name, by the way. Oh, oh that's, yeah. that's clever. I think if anybody's going to flee to virtual <laughs> school, it needs to be the maskless. I don't think any parent with, a, with an asthmatic 6-year-old, 8-year-old, or 12-year-old mm-hmm. should have to make that choice that their child can't go to school because some other kid is going to spread a germ that could kill them. Wow, just yeah. goes all over me. It goes all over you? I would like to find a way to stand up. Huh. As a district. But you can't because it's and all over you. our surrounding superintendents to stand up with us and protect our little kids. Yeah. It's insane. It is. You're right. To send five and six and seven and eight. Five and six and seven and eight. All 11-year-olds that 10, don't have 11, a choice 12, about 13, vaccine. Mm-hmm. To sit in a classroom mm-hmm. where people can spread a deadly disease and not even know they're sick. Yeah. And not even know that in three days they're going to be Pause sick, but they're spreading it. Okay, so it's a deadly disease, but when people get it, they don't even know they're sick. 
<laughs> when you say it like that, Pat, you're not even making sense. And for most of these kids, if they get it, they won't even know they're sick. The vast majority of them. Yeah. All right, let's see the rest. Day, because they, that's the way it works, this disease. Mm. Just makes me furious that we're in this position. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. I were a parent of a young child, I don't know what I would do. <clears throat> but I don't think we should put our parents in that position. And if there's any way between now and the beginning of school that we can get this changed, I hope we can, because it's just not okay, it's not okay. for kids to commit murder by coming to school without a mask. <laughs> for and kids when it comes down to it, to commit murder, it's possible. <laughs> it's unreal. They will ch- they will cause a death uh, of another child gosh, because they come to school without a mask. Uh, mm-hmm. Shut up. That's not okay. That's not. Okay. I don't know not, what we can do about it, it, but I hope it's something. Yeah. We gotta think hard, and we gotta think fast. What an idiot! Thanks. I mean, that's just, wow. you're, you're just brainless at that point. Just stop it. Yeah, that's the school board of Norman, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, the state where Kevin Stitt, I don't like to pronounce his last name that way. By the way. He's the governor. <laughs> that's just absolute She's madness. Absolute madness. A freak. They c- come to school without a mask and they commit murder. I mean, that's, that's in essence what happens. <laughs> God, just. The hysteria over this how thing. Many, how many kids have? It's unlike anything I've ever seen. Young elementary school children that she's talking about. How many of those have actually <clears throat> died? Died from? Isn't COVID? it two hundred or something? Four hundred? I don't know. It's a tiny, tiny number. It's less than kids who f- slip and fall and kill themselves in a bathtub. What about fat kids? Skinny kids? No, no, skinny kids. What about the kids, kids who climb on rocks? You, wound up, you pulled well, the string, didn't you? Even the tough kids, kids and the sissy kids. kids and kids, and kids who, chicken, who chicken pox who get chicken, chicken pox, pox yeah there you go love hot dogs <laughs> yeah yeah and uh get, get the virus get COVID. and commit get, get murder <laughs> i can't take it by the way uh i, I thought that you know she's she's really concerned about the kids and the schools having the covid and everything uh, i love this somebody tweeted out um it blows my mind that they haven't taken this simple step to protect protect our children uh, at schools by putting up signs that read this is a COVID-free zone. <laughs> Put that on school property, right? It keeps the guns away, right? Right. right? So, I mean, yeah, that, that should do the trick. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm all right with putting up the sign. Are you? Sure, yeah, why not? Well, of course you are, because it gets rid of the COVID. It knows it can't go into that it's area COVID if it's COVID-free. COVID-free zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you about ScoreMaster. <laughs> Did you know even an okay credit score can cost you hundred grand over the life of a 30-year home loan? What? Yeah, $100,000. If it's just okay. That's why you should use ScoreMaster before you apply for any loan. ScoreMaster can take your credit score from okay to great fast. The average user adds 61 points in 20 days or less. Really good. Uh, Recent COVID surges will keep interest rates low for now. And adding 61 points to your score could save you thousands on a home loan. But those rates will go up soon. So before you apply, visit scoremaster.com and add points to your credit score really fast. Then you can maintain and protect your credit score with 24-7 credit monitoring and $1 million fraud insurance. only takes just a few minutes to enroll, and it's so worth it. See your points, get more points, and qualify for the lowest rates. Visit scoremaster.com slash pat. Scoremaster.com slash pat and get started today pat gray returns 
television banner on the screen right now. What? I was just reminding people about chewing the fat podcast. So the chewing, chewing the fat, the podcast. fat podcast. Yeah. Mm. Just reminding them that uh, reminding should, them what that they should subscribe to oh. their favorite platform. And where would I get it though? Hey, whatever platform you just yeah. just go there and huh. look up chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. That's all. All right. Just uh, you know, it's just a beautiful little banner on the screen. Is all I'm saying. Okay. Uh, let me show you an example of our fearless leaders and how consistent they are and how good they are and how much they care. Uh, check out this split this photograph. Yeah. Uh, on the top are uh, Joe Biden and Boris Johnson, and then on the bottom are Joe Biden and, and Boris Johnson in public. Wait. <laughs> so in private, standing there, uh, arm around him, close together, no social distancing, They're no masks. Like six what inches mean? away from each other. And then what in mean? public, the hypocritical, yeah, we're yeah. all masked up and social distanced. Look I, at that. I've said it before. Biden does exactly the opposite of what they say you're supposed to do with the mask. It's unbelievable. And when he doesn't think the press is watching. Even with it, okay. I mean, even with it, when he goes up to people, he at the when he was at oh, the nine eleven thing. Yeah, remember mm-hmm. the he goes up and he takes his mask off to yeah. talk to people all the time. That's not the way it's supposed to be done. If you believe that you're supposed to have mm-hmm. the mask, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be the exact opposite of what he does. Now, you know, again, it's Joe Biden, and maybe he's just it's theater. Doesn't. It's theater, is what mm-hmm. it is. It's like look at us, y'all, and then here's what they really do. It. it and did you see when he got the Vax, the booster shot the other day, that it was absolutely theater. It was on a stage, mm-hmm. literal stage. Um, you can put that picture up. Look at that. There's the press to the left. There's the little stage. There's the fake shot that he's getting. I'm sorry, the booster shot that he's getting. I mean, this is just, this isn't reality. They're mm-hmm. not presenting reality to you ever. How many Americans need to be vaccinated first oh, to back to normal? There we go. What is the percentage? Total I like this. The percentage is amazing. Sure is. Well, I think. Look. I think, look. That. I think we get uh-huh. the vast majority, like it's going on in some of the right. some industries and some schools. Uh-huh. 97, 98 percent. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's reasonable. 97, 98 percent. But I'm not the scientist. No, you're not. I think, but one thing for sure. A quarter of the country can't go unvaccinated. Yeah, that's for sure. Thank you. you. If we can get, I don't know, just 320 out of 330 million people, we'll we'll be good. Then I think we'll be okay. If 320 million of our fellow Americans will get the shot, then you know that we're, we're close. Then just the we're close. Just the first round, or no, all weekly? of it. You got to be that's all of it. And then when we decide you need the fourth booster, then you got to get that too, and the fifth, mm. and the sixth, Wait. and so on, and so on. Like, science. We say you mm-hmm. need it. Yeah, you we're just going to follow the science. That's what we're doing is following the science. Even though the science hasn't necessarily decided yet whether or not the booster is A, necessary, B, effective. They don't know. They don't know. And they just admitted that two weeks yeah. ago. And, and the CDC, and that's the CDC director, Walensky or whatever, just disregarded that. Ah, yeah, they don't really care about the science. They don't follow the science. They want the control. Don't care about the yeah, science. Yeah, apparently um, this winter, get ready, um, babies could become eligible for the Pfizer vaccine that they're hoping for. Good. So well, they're already, they're trying, they're mm-hmm. attempting the five to 11 year olds now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's going up for, they want approval for that now, right? 
Yes, so five to eleven five year olds are trying right now. Right? Yeah. So, so but yes, they're also talking about infants now and, down and, the road. Well, and, good. I don't want mm-hmm. them to be murderers either. And, I don't either. And, and you talk about yeah, five, six, seven booster shots. Remember. Canada, Justin Trudeau made a big deal about the contracts that they've already signed to provide booster shots for Canadians for the next several years. So this is wow. absolutely yeah, that doesn't mean a big business. Use them. Huh? If they don't use them, they can cancel the contract or we can ship it to, you know, countries that have greater need. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not going to be for you. Right. That's just silly. Right. <laughs> That's never going to end. Okay. Here's some never interesting uh, poll numbers nope. out of Texas regarding support for Joe Biden. Oh, he's uh, good. People love him here. He's good. This is really great. Right? Yeah. Uh, it's a Quinnipiac poll, but yeah. Texas only. Interesting. Do you approve or disapprove of Joe Biden? No. Uh, disapprove. Were you asking really? me? Or were you yeah, asking well, me? Oh, okay. okay they you're one of they your, didn't ask me. You're part of the 61%. Okay. Then. Oh, wow. Uh, overall, 32%. To 61%. So he's wow. underwater by almost 30 points Well, wow, that's just like Iowa, remember? Wow. Now, GOP, 3% of Republicans. <laughs> Three! Who are they even? What is right. that? Is that the I don't know guy? Yeah. No, 96% uh, are disapprove. And then you got 1% who I guess, I don't know. That's, see, that's the I don't, uh, I don't know. know. That's the 1%. Okay. okay. I don't know. I don't know. Democrats, eighty-three <laughs> percent still approve, thirteen percent disapprove. That that's wow. Uh, to me, that doesn't seem right. But okay, I'll give it to you. All right, fine. Independence, twenty-five to sixty-six disapprove. Yeah. Uh, men, twenty-six to sixty-eight is the disapproval rating. <sighs> wow, approve to disapprove. For women, thirty-eight. Approve, 55% disapprove. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lies are coming home to roost, right? That's why I don't necessarily believe that. The 83%? No way. Of Democrats? Yeah, no way. I don't know. I mean, yeah, the I don't lies know. are coming. It's just, Look at Hispanics it's and all, blacks. It's all about uh, partisanship. Uh, Hispanics, 37 to 55. So that's, disapprove. you know, that's supposed to be a, a group that really loves him. Yeah. yeah. And they're counting on to be in control forever now in oh, national elections. Almost two to one disapproval. And look at this. Blacks, it's down to 56% approval. 30% disapprove. That's wow. a huge number for blacks. Wow. Huge. One out of three blacks. Uh, you, you pick any Democrat president and you tell them that, that, uh, one third of them don't approve of a Democrat president. That's stunning. It is. That is that is hopeful. Eighty-one million strong, though. Don't forget. I mean, boy, how quickly they changed their minds. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was uh, most you know, votes ever. Right. 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 And now look at those numbers. Broke every record, man. Yes, he did. Keith tweeted out the other day. Uh, my friend Paul, who lives in Nebraska, received another text from the local Democrat Party. Yeah, we've done these before. We love. Uh, yeah, Paul's Paul, some great text. tweets because he he seems to be on a bunch of Democrat lists, <laughs> and they keep sending him stuff. Yeah, this person thought they were texting uh, someone named Taylor. Uh, so in this case, hi Taylor, Jim with Neb Dems. Neb Dems. <laughs> we cannot. That's Nebraska Democrats mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, uh, we cannot elect Democrats without you. Text yes to get texts about local elections and help us win. All right. So Paul responds for Taylor. Uh-huh. Gee, that sounds fantastic, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I really like what the Democrats are doing nationally with diversity in elected offices. I'm old enough to remember when racist, 
cis-normative white America restricted opportunities for cognitively challenged octogenarians. <laughs> but look at us now. We have knowingly elected our first president with dementia. <laughs> And look at the success that's inevitably followed. Right. Border crisis, an Afghan debacle, and rising prices, just to name a few. So, yes, please send me any material you can so I can enable the same enlightened Democrat thinking on a local level. (laughs) Because at this point, why not? (laughs) I'm surprised there's no emojis. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, right? Then he tweets, wait, what I meant to say... I'd rather die in a house fire than help the Nebraska dumbs. <laughs> Please remove me from whatever list you pulled my number. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Funny. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then Paul mentioned to me, he's like, maybe I shouldn't have gone with house fire because uh, I don't put it past the Democrats to actually do that <laughs> oh, to us. Oh, no kidding. Mm. Jeez. Uh, Good times, right? Good, Good times. Great times. Yes. I think the times are great right now. I, re- I really, I mean, how could they be any better? Could they be? I'm going to say no. <laughs> I can't imagine I'm a world where they are. No. Tell you that. Uh, I mean, we got a hamster that's been trading cryptocurrencies in a cage <laughs> rigged to automatically buy and sell tokens <laughs> since June. This is okay? Okay. awesome. <laughs> so they put a hamster in a cage and and whatever he does certain things and it tells him what to Look at his rate of return. Look at his rate of return. So the hamster's rate of return, <laughs> Mr. Gox. Look at that. Is uh, better than better than Bitcoin. I, b- anybody else? Right. Is better than Bitcoin. <laughs> better, way better than the Nasdaq 100 in general. The S and P 500. Arc Innovation way down. Berkshire Hathaway <laughs> and banks. Just a bit. I mean, look you, at that. You could factually say a hamster <laughs> is better at picking future uh, stocks and and uh, and investments than Warren Buffett. Well, at least this hamster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, I, don't I don't know if we can lump all every hamster together. <laughs> that is a fair point you make. Yeah, you don't want to stereotype yeah, hamsters. hamsters. You really don't. <laughs> Apparently, the hamster determines which crypto to buy or sell by running on a wheel and then strolling through one of the two tunnels. And, that, and, and that's working better than Berkshire Hathaway. I mean, we should try that with the presidency. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes! Let's elect a hamster over this We'll guy. see you tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh,